0: It doesn't matter what kind of skin color, what kind of orientation you are, anything. We are just all people.
1: This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television, Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz, and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine, to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 280 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the Vice President of the Helen Marlin Group, to the Vice Chancellor of the UGCC Church, to the President of the Erasmus Student Network Kyiv, to the president of the World Trade Center Kyiv, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, United World College, Harvard University and Minerva Schools at KGI, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel Kyiv Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland and Monaco Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together... We will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people. And this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Natalia Kalantayenko. Natalia is a student of international relations at Ivan Franco National University of Lviv. She is a Flex alumna of 2019 and an English teacher at Questing. Born in Konotop in Sumy Oblast in the northeastern Ukraine, Natalia loves reading, film, photography, singing, and listening to podcasts. And during her Flex experience, she received a certificate of the US Department of State for fostering mutual understanding by completing more than 100 hours of community service in the united states natalia was a finalist of world link melting pot essay competition a top 10 percent of Worldlink students and a world link flex program student of the month for may 2019 and a multiple winner of the all-Ukrainian stage of Taras Shevchenko International Language and Literature Competition. Her favorite quote is, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I always knew the woman I wanted to be. By Diane von Furstenberg. Natalia, how are you today?
0: I'm excited. Hello
1: me too i'm lucky feeling blessed and happy to speak with you and we spoke about your achievements and i want to begin by speaking about the emotional side of natalia when you want to relax to forget all problems and to feel truly alive experiencing your favorite emotions what do you like to do
0: Oh, there are so many things that I love to do to relax. I think um, I like traveling a lot uh, and uh, I like to find in some, you know, unexpected places, maybe um, in different apartments or in different uh, streets, uh, even in Lviv. And I really like taking pictures, uh, taking pictures on film, which brings that unique atmosphere so yeah i think that what brings me joy and uh, gives my heart a little bit rest
1: thank you and it seems to me that from what you described you're someone who can feel the atmosphere the emotions of the moment maybe you experience things deeply is this correct
0: yeah it is um it is it is actually very correct i'm like just extremely emotional sometimes which sometimes even um i don't know is uncomfortable maybe for others because i can easily cry in public and uh, i feel like every second every moment uh, of life of different situations and that's it
1: no i love that let's explore it and ignore the haters (laughs) (laughs) okay so to begin with this how do you experience emotions you said you feel them deeply you can cry in public do you feel them like energy in your body or waves or colors or images like one girl i asked she said it feels maybe like butterflies in her stomach another she said when she's happy it's like she's relaxing on a beach but when she's angry it's like she's in the middle of a tornado i don't know how it is for you Tell me all about it. Uh,
0: Yeah, well, um, for me, it's about memories. So, like, each emotion brings um, kind of memories and brings uh, that thought that this is a unique moment that I will never live again. And uh, it brings me, you know, that um, understanding how valuable is every second of life. So each emotion... It's not like waves or pictures. It's just like understanding of memories. For, and yeah, as for butterflies in the stomach, I think that everybody has it uh, when we're nervous or when we're expecting something big to happen. Uh, so yeah, it just it's something in my body, in my brain, and it is connected to different memories, different parts of my life.
1: What is life for you without emotions?
0: Oh, God, I think that it's nothing. Like, for me, life is an emotion. There is nothing behind it. Uh, I love all kinds of emotions. I, I love being angry, being furious sometimes, and I like to show it because I think it's crucial for people to show their emotions and not to hide them as um, it's energy. So it's our energy that we need to uh, show, explore, and discover.
1: Explore, discover. Can I guess that you love new things, new knowledge, new experiences, maybe even adventures in life?
0: Uh, Yeah, some well, sometimes I'm not, uh, it depends on my mood, actually. Like, sometimes I am that adventurous person looking for uh, different activities and uh, new stuff. And sometimes uh, uh, I can just, you know, sit under the blanket and watch the same movie every time. (laughs)
1: And I'm curious about this because someone who can be emotional and maybe your mood can change throughout the day or the minutes or whatever, how do you decide? Because you're being active, you're being productive, but sometimes when someone has a lot of emotions, when you make a decision, you keep on switching between yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, based on the emotions. Is that your experience and how do you deal with that?
0: Uh, Yeah, it's truly my experience, truly about me. Um, I prefer to follow my heart and follow my intuition because I think that it is something that really works. And when we follow our heart, when we follow our emotions, uh, then we create the life that we are dreaming of. So that's why... In yeah, decision making is tough sometimes because uh, this emotional side of you and this rational side of you, they're kind of fighting. But still, I prefer to listen to my emotions and my heart uh, because I believe that it will show me and uh, give me some, you know, advice what is right to do.
1: I want to know more because there is something in psychology that a lot of people don't listen to their emotions because maybe when they were children they did it and then their parents just punished them Mm -hmm. or they did something and the results were bad so they think wow if i follow my emotions that is childish i should only follow logic and confirm things and if my emotions tell me something i don't trust it but you do what makes you trusted and what is your thought on this
0: I I trust my emotions because I trust myself. Well, that I, I think it is the main aspect. Um, I didn't really have that experience about uh, childhood. And I always uh, listen to myself, listen to what I feel. And if uh, sometimes I can feel uncomfortable even with a person. And people don't even understand why. I cannot even explain why. I just sit with a person and... You know, just not my type, not my person. And I'm just, no, I I will just, you know, stop working with him because it's on my emotional level. Maybe sometimes it's really hard for other people, you know, to understand why. Uh, but uh, if it's not, if it's comfortable with me, it's cool. I will make the most of it. But if it's not, if it doesn't um, fit with my emotions, then I will not continue it.
1: I have so many questions, but I'll begin with this. You said you trust yourself. Does this mean you're a confident girl or is this something totally different?
0: Again, it depends on the situation and on my mood. When I moved to Lviv from small town, I was so unconfident. I was just like feeling so small and so... I don't know, like, so... How to explain? Useless, I guess. So, and uh, sometimes I really feel not confident in myself, but I trust my decisions and trust myself. Maybe that's the main aspect about confidence, uh, because uh, I trust that if I do something, if I decide something, I will get the result. uh, And it's only, you know, it's only my job Uh, to see this result to work with it to work with my decision so I guess trusting myself is understanding the responsibility of your actions
1: I love what you're saying and if I understood you correctly you trust yourself in two ways one that you are able and you will do what is necessary to reach your goals and if you do it you will get it and you trust your emotions, what information they tell you and guide you, you take it as a guidance rather than as a nuisance. Is this correct?
0: Yes, yes, it is.
1: Why do you trust that if you do things, you will get the result? Is it logic? Is it some spiritual thought? Is it destiny? Is it uh, affirmations and like manifesting things or where does this stem from?
0: Um, I guess it is belief. Belief that no matter what, something positive will come across and uh, some positive result will uh, actually come. And uh, I think that's it. And, uh, you know, results also can be negative sometimes. But even if we have some negative result even if if i lo- lose for me it's something that teaches me for me each situation teaches me something uh doesn't matter it's negative it's positive i had situations in which i just didn't know what to do i had no choice sometimes but some like each moment it teaches me something and it it is given uh for some reason so no matter what action no matter what decision i make I will still ge- get the result that will be useful for me. I don't know. I just believe in it. And for me, it's about belief, I think.
1: It's actually, it sounds to me more like trust. So it's about trusting yourself and trusting life that things will work out, whether you get something that is positive or a positive lesson if it's negative. Is this correct?
0: Yes, yes. That's, that's what I, I do, I guess.
1: What is your definition of trust? Like in the dictionary of Natalia, (laughs) uh, when you go to T, the letter T, and look for trust, I'm sure there is a long paragraph there because it's important to you. What is trust? How did you get it? How do you develop it? What are its characteristics? What is its nature? How can you communicate it?
0: Well, I think trust is something that is also given and that you you take from with yourself from childhood. I had so many situations and so many people in my life that created really bad situations, told really bad things. But I never stopped trusting anybody. Seems it seems weird even for me sometimes because I feel like why do you still trust everybody? I can trust my neighbor. I can trust uh, my friends, and uh, my classmates with some situations. So, I guess for me, trust is something that was given from mom uh, because we trust each other. So many things, um, and we talk about everything. And I guess that you know it's given. It's given from parents. So for me, trust is not only believing in this person and believing that uh, this person will support you, go with you through everything. It is also giving a a part of you to this person and uh, not worrying that this person is going to ruin you. So for me, trust is that
1: i love it but i feel it's an incomplete (laughs) communication to make sure it's when you meet people you feel relaxed and at ease with them that you can trust them that you give them trust and you don't trust people who you sit with you feel no this is not my person (laughs) and uh, then you don't trust them is this correct
0: yes so again it's it also depends on on the person so sometimes um I know, in an emotional, spiritual, intuitional way, I can look at the person and say that, no, not my type. I'm not... It, like, the things will not go on... Will not work out between us because I feel like um, this person is... Uh, I don't know. Not... Uh, you know, we're not similar in any kinds of way or even sometimes uh, I don't like maybe the views of this person or uh, something... So, yeah, so it also depends on people. But um, it happens rarely that I don't really like the person. Uh, and feel, and so it's uh, uncomfortable for me. But, yeah, I can trust everybody. But uh, if I trust, but when I trust myself also and understand that the person is not, uh, um, I don't know, this, the person is uncomfortable for my feelings, then, of course, I will not trust
1: thank you and when you meet people what is the main thing that you sense in them is it their energy is it that you sense their intuition and intent maybe towards you or is it that their views so at first you can like them and then if their views are controversial or opposite to yours then you're like no i don't like this or what is the main thing that you sense and experience in people especially new people that you meet
0: i sense sincerity so for me the main aspect about the person is how sincere this person is how honest he is with me and uh, this is the essential thing about communication for me about views I have a lot of friends even who have sometimes opposite views to mine. But um, I try to explain my point of view. I listen to theirs and, you know, it's okay. It's okay because we understand each other. Uh, Sometimes we don't change our views, of course. uh, But sometimes we listen and uh, understand different sides. So that's what's important. But as long as the person is sincere, I'm cool. I'm... I'm ready for everything. You know, I trust completely.
1: I like that the way you are with people is trusting yourself, trusting them first and foremost, as long as they're sincere. But I'm curious, how fast do you open up to people and show all your emotions? Are you at first reserved to get to sense the people's sincerity and know their values, etc., before opening up? Or are you warm from the first, second, just totally open with them?
0: I guess I'm firstly still reserved because I need, uh, I need this background of communication. I need to understand that um, the person is sincere, the person is honest and uh, um, has good intentions. And then I can open up and warm. But I'm always myself, so... I can always show that, like you know, I don't like something, if maybe the way of communication or um, some views. So even if I meet the person for the first time, I can still talk and be myself and show that my emotions. So uh, in sense of uh, in sense of uh, trusting, yeah, I open up with a little a little bit of time. But in sense of showing myself and showing my emotions, it is always with me.
1: Have you ever had the experience of meeting someone and feeling like you know them for a while already and feeling trust and sincerity and showing emotions and relaxing with them? Or is it always that, yes, you show your emotions, but the trusting part of you is reserved for a while before opening up? 100% of the times.
0: Yeah I guess uh, I had a lot of situations, a lot of people who, and who I trusted from almost the first meeting. I guess like the biggest example is my boyfriend probably because we started uh, as friends and it was totally trustful relationship um, and we were ourselves for like always. But I also have some friends, some people who I um, trusted as well for the first time. I just like the the biggest example comes as my boyfriend.
1: Thank you. And in addition to sincerity, what values or things do you look for for people do you consider your friends? Uh, Yeah,
0: so I don't know why, but friendship... my experience sometimes was tough so I guess with um, with time I get more values that I appreciate in people Uh, it's again sincerity honesty as for values I really like when people talk about equality when people worry about our country because in small towns, a lot of people sometimes don't understand how, it's, how they can contribute to the situation that we have and they don't understand that their actions also bring some results. And so uh, I try to explain it to them and for me also this flexibility in views, in understanding other people is also important. Yeah, I think... I think also positive attitude i it's not that I hate when people uh, start uh, always talking about bad stuff. Uh, we all have our bad situations, bad sides of the day, but when people you know whine all the time about that everything is bad, it just brings me so much bad energy that I try to not communicate with that person anymore.
1: Thank you so. It's about the exchange of energy. It's about people who care, who are driven, who want to make Ukraine even better and who are not apathetic. Is this right? Yes, yes. And tell me about you. What project do you want to create? What things really motivate you and move you to change them?
0: Okay, so as for projects, sometimes... I get lost because, you know, the field of uh, ideas, the field of projects that, um, that we can make, it is just so big that I really get lost. I guess, like, a month ago, I started to understand that I really want to connect my life with foreign affairs, but foreign affairs in terms of culture. I really want to experience Ukrainian culture, explore it and show it to the world. Literature, music, dancing, even architecture, different uh, nature, landscapes and so on. So I guess the cultural diplomacy is what I want to connect my life with. What motivates me, I think, it's my childhood dreams from seventh grade i guess i was dreaming about uh, learning foreign affairs uh, learning international relations and becoming somebody who is changing this country and uh, throughout the years this dream is with me and it's not changing i guess this childhood dream of that little girl that's what inspires me and motivates me to go ahead and create something
1: thank you and Cultural Diplomacy. Can you specify a bit more what it means? How does it work? And how is your education now, studying international relations, facilitating or enabling that goal?
0: So, as for education, I think that education and university gives you some fundamental skills and fundamental knowledge that you will need in your future job, but as for cultural diplomacy, we didn't really have that much of lessons or subjects. Uh, so, I guess that this is the aspect that I need to work on myself because uh, you know that uh, a person, a governor, uh, a person who works for foreign affairs, for international offices, uh, they need to be very educated in all kinds of fields, all kinds of uh, educations. They need to be uh, reading, uh, searching for news, understanding art and so on. So I guess that this is not only about education in university, this is about self-education more. Cultural diplomacy is all about self-education and discovering new things because... It's not that you can learn, it's not something that you can study in university. It's something that you can discover and look for in museums, in books, in libraries, in, on the streets even. That's what you share with other people. So cultural diplomacy is about not sharing political views or political situations. It's about showing the picture of the country. How rich we are! How our nature, um, how beautiful is our nature! How awesome are our writers, artists, singers, and so on! So it's creating that positive picture about the country. It's creating relations not based on economical or political views, but based on cultural differences and similarities as well.
1: Thank you. But are you sure that's the way that cultural diplomacy works uh, through museums and writers and books? I am noticing, for example, the U.S. culture, Hollywood and TV series or whatever created a lot of it. India, it's Bollywood. K-pop did that for South Korea. Carnaval of Rio de Janeiro and the music did it for brazil so it seems to me entertainment and that maybe someone interested in cultural diplomacy should become a filmmaker or a pop star or a social media influencer what are your thoughts about this
0: yeah so cultural diplomacy as well as diplomacy itself it's a really wide field so yes uh, you understood like you understand correctly that it's Hollywood, Bollywood, different kinds of uh, pop um, things, but it's all that what creates the image of the country. The same is with Ukraine. So sometimes it's about filmmaking and so on, and sometimes it's about just fundamental arts, like you know, and that which you can um, go and look in the museums. Because if you don't know your history, if you don't know some essential culture cultural aspect of your country you will not be able to create something new that um, you know connects with your country as well with your culture
1: thank you natalia and i want to know even more about you how did the flex experience change your personality in a way where you think back about before it and you think wow i can't believe i was that same person
0: Well, firstly, I think that I became an adult because when I came to the United States, I was a child that uh, was always with... uh, I was always with my parents and it was so hard for me to leave, actually. So when I came to the United States, I became, became a mature adult that believes in equality that believes in changes when you live in a small town you don't understand what equality is and the situation that i faced was um i went uh, to a family that consisted of two dads so i lived uh with two dads there are two beautiful daughters and i was shocked firstly when I got this invitation, when I got this uh, question from Flex, like, um, I do you agree with such family? God, it was so difficult to like to describe my parents to explain them that it's okay, and uh, I guess that my my biggest achievement as for the Flex program was changing my parents' attitudes, changing attitudes of citizens of my town, even my friends, my teachers, and people who were around me.
1: You spoke about small towns twice. Well, tell me about Lviv. How is your life different there?
0: I love Lviv. I guess this is the city that I want to spend my life uh, in. It's very different because people are very different. West Ukraine, East Ukraine, they are just so different. They are both unique, but they're different. And people here, they are more open. They are positive. They smile at you. They can give you compliment, uh, compliments. They can make small talks. So it's more like European. It's more similar to America. People in uh, East uh, in East Ukraine sometimes are very reserved and very stereotyped. Uh, especially in my small town so I guess that was the biggest difference for me and biggest positive side because here in Lviv I feel safe and I feel equal with other people and I also feel this unique atmosphere of this town.
1: Thank you and now that you mentioned the difference of eastern ukraine being more reserved compared to the western ukraine where they're more open more european well it made me think about you as a highly emotional girl how is that high emotional attitude strength you have in your life that makes your life better or your ability to create something extra in this world even easier and more possible?
0: I don't know. I think that um, just um, it, in my town, it depended on my parents and on my friends and people who were around me because they supported me and they understood me, understood my strength, understood my emotional sides. And that gave me belief in myself. And uh, motivation to create something bigger in a bigger place like Lviv. And here I, again, um, am surrounded with all people that are tolerant, that understand you, that support you and believe in your, um, and believe in you
1: thank you so people believe in you you trust and believe in yourself and therefore there will be more possible because people who don't believe in themselves they don't do anything natalia tell me even more about communication you seem to have the ability to communicate well you participated in competitions or gave presentations and all that what do you try to do that is the important thing you keep in mind when you are communicating to people whether about the culture of ukraine or uh, something more literary or anything that you do
0: i always try to smile i love to smile i guess it's the and i love people and i love people who smile because smiling brings so much uh, good energy and so many emotions so it also um, makes people trust you and believe that you're not that angry person who is going to make presentation, but believe in you as your friend. So yeah, I always try to smile. I always try to, um, again, be equal with people who I communicate with, well, especially when giving presentations, because I remember myself looking at those speakers like, oh my God, they are gods, you know, <laughs> and uh, which made me sometimes scared um, about some pe- about speakers and about um, this aspect. So I tried to, you know, speak with them, talk some simple topics firstly, uh, make them believe that. Um, I am equal with them, I'm open for questions, I'm open for advices, for communication, and that's it. And I'm always sincere as well, so I guess this is what makes my communication effective.
1: I like that, the themes of sincerity and equality repeat again and again. You look for friends who... Uh, value equality and who have that sincerity or sincere energy and even now you spoke about in vive, that you view yourself as equal to the people and now when you're communicating and giving presentations you give people a sense of being equal to them and of your sincerity why is equality so important for you and did you have experiences where you didn't feel it before?
0: Yes, as I as I told before, I was living with two dads, and uh, I had so many questions from, and I still have a lot of questions from lots of people. Like, um, how was life with they? Like, is it okay? Is it was it okay to live with in such family? It makes me furious. It. Um, it is just such kind of, you know, incompetence, inequality and intolerance. So I guess the situation taught me, uh, this experience taught me to just understand myself as equal person and understand that everybody is equal and everybody is unique. It doesn't matter what kind of skin color, what kind of orientation you are, anything. We are just all people And we all have some needs. We all have some achievements and goals that we want to achieve.
1: Thank you. Yes, we all have needs. We have goals we want to achieve. What is your advice about something that you didn't mention before that you believe other people would benefit in their lives from adopting, whether as a lesson or as a way of seeing the world or as an insight you had that helped you immensely
0: I think my biggest advice is to be yourself always because when i when i try to remember all my life situations and all my you know achievements I understand that during the situations I was myself, always. And the situations, um, when I tried to act like somebody else, I always lost. So I think that this life experience taught me to be myself and to follow my heart, follow my emotions and listen to myself firstly. So that's what I advise other people to do as well. It seems like very simple and um, like very popular statement, but it really works. It is simple and it works. I think that's the main reason.
1: Thank you. It's really great advice. And like you said, it is simple and it works. And I recommend it to everyone. Natalia. Could you speak now a little bit about WorldLink? What is it about Flex? What is it maybe for people who don't know about it, as well as encouragement for some young Ukrainians who want to apply to Flex, but they worry that they will get rejected or fail, or even people who failed first time, to encourage them to try again?
0: Yeah, sure. So um, WorldLink, It's a placement organization. So when you win FLEX, when you become a finalist, uh, you have your placement organization. Mine was WordLink. And it's a perfect placement organization with perfect leadership who support their students, who give them so many opportunities to develop and improve their skills and who encouraged to be active not only while studying in the USA, but after uh, becoming an alumna and creating new and new projects. I think WorldLink is also something that inspires me a lot, because I always see the alumna and they are Perfect examples of how to stay active and how to contribute to the developing of society. As for people who are applying to FLEX, there is no winning in fear. So if you want to win, you need to go ahead and try. You can have, I think, two or three sometimes opportunities depending on your age in FLEX application. The more you try, the better you will become. Even if you fail, you still have some lessons and it means that your next doors are open. So if one door closes, next door is always open. So it's not the you know it's not the chance to cry because you failed. It's a chance to be glad because something better is waiting for you ahead. I advise not to be afraid about application because um, there are so many students like you that were afraid, but they went and they won. And just be yourself, be unique. And you. And when people will see that you have a story to tell, that you have a story that you want to improve, that you have a project that you want to um, create you will win and you will become successful
1: thank you so much natalia it's so interesting that the way you think has a lot of maturity and reflection to it how does that happen is it your emotions that guide you into these insights or do you journal and reflect on your day to understand that or Are you following some great philosophical books that you read again and again? Or how do you get those life insights at such a young age?
0: I think life insights come with life experience. So it depends on the person and the life. uh, And it comes with age or with experience in my in my case it was with experience even though i am only 19 i had like very extraordinary situations sometimes and uh, that what taught me and that what learn, uh, that what motivated me to reflect to think i read some books sometimes but i prefer fiction literature uh, so it's not about books or it's not about uh, journal, although I really try and I really want to keep uh, reflecting or gratitude journal. It's awesome habit. But for me, it's just um, I learned from my life experience and I learned from people who were around me. I learned from situations that I had. So, yeah.
1: Thank you so much, Natalia. It was such a wonderful conversation I'll make sure to write your Instagram in the description and it was a great pleasure for me. I wish you a wonderful, wonderful day and thank you.
0: Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to you for this opportunity and I wish you to become more and more popular in Ukraine and abroad and you're doing a wonderful job and I think that it's just so amazing that we have such people.
1: Thank you.